0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Ramagberto is your host. Thank you so kindly being a part of the show. Welcome aboard, Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. Our union expert is here with us. The beautiful Yvette Avery and the beautiful Alistair Waters in from Conroe. My second time hearing from Alistair today. She was on air in on Pacifica Network today, talking today. Uh, thank you very much for that call in that most beautiful call in Alistair Waters. She gave us that impetus, you know uh folks T- tori was like yeah i like her there you go alistair avq is in the house michael rodnan says he's listening away and melanie keelan from barcelona spain como estas mi corazón como estas como estas como estas muchas gracias por estar aquí and you know in, in in spain they speak the spanish different than in latin america which they say th, th. they have that th, th sound that Drives me crazy, but it works, it works, it can get romantico. Eric Hayes is also in the house. Welcome aboard, Eric. We're going to have a great show for you today. We're going to talk again, and I'm going to be doing this over and over again, Social Security, trying to get people up to speed to make sure that you don't allow the politicians via, or I, I should say, the corporate thugs via the politicians. I was asked not to always use thugs for these Uh, These corporate entities, but sometimes I wonder what else can we call them after the damage that they constantly do. Paul Fleming is in the house. Welcome aboard, Paul. How are you doing? My brother from Atlanta. Welcome aboard. So we have two Atlanta representing here in Alistair Waters and uh, not Alistair Waters and Yvette Avery Herod and Paul Fleming Jr. Welcome aboard. Just fixed me some fresh coffee. Got race back from KPFT to get here on time. Welcome aboard, Lee Grant. To get here in time and remember oh my god tomorrow is valentine's day i better go get flowers for my wife and get flowers for my daughter so i went and i got flowers for my wife and my daughter at costco got my gas filled up and they had this thing called tamarind i should put it i should have brought the bag here tamarind wheat panama it's a it's a it's a, a fruit kind of a tart sweet fruit in panama it looks like a pea pod but oh it's it's great and i tell you guys I saw they had some chili tamarindo, tamarind there, and I went and I picked it up. If you guys go to Costco, look for something called tamarind. You're going to love it. It's great. Have a little of spices. They put spices on it. We never used to eat it like that in Panama. In Panama, we just, just suck it off the seed. It's great. But I was so excited after I got there. Fill up my tank with gas. Came out here and said, oh, my God, I need to hurry and get things going. Paul Fleming, I think we have sound. I hope we have some. I'm looking at sound on the screen. I'm looking at sound on the screen. And since Alistair responded about Tori, it means that she can hear me as well. So check your connections, please, my brother, sir. Audio AVQ, good, says AVQ. Anyway, let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. The title of the show today is I Don't Remember, but I'm going to pull it up uh, because I know I'm running it off of Daily, Co- uh, Daily Coast as well. But I want you guys to check it out. The title of the show today is, and notice I'm getting there, Will the Oversight Committee Investigate Jared Kushner? Republican uh, Cops to Privatize Social Security. And you know, I mean that. I mean that. Tamarin and Tofu, I don't know about that. It's actually spelled tamarind, R-I-N-D, T-A-M-A-R-I-N-D. I think it is. Um. Anyhow, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eric says waste of money as it provides bridge to the rich areas and nothing for poor or really nature. Let's see. What is that? A Memorial Park Land Bridge opening? Ah. Uh, I'm for the land bridge. All of us get a chance to use Memorial Park. So I don't know what you're talking about, Eric. I've used it when I was poor. I've used it when I had money. And I've used it now when I'm just kind of threading water. So I think it's cool. All right. Eric Hayes says, I'm gaslighting. Eric, you don't really believe I'm gaslighting, do you? I don't think so. I don't think so. I I think it fits the fits the, the what you would like to believe but it's not so anyhow let's get started i want to get started with one video uh with um well here we go it, the video set itself up senator mike browns of south dakota appeared on state of the union and he came on i guess to defend the republican social security stance and i think he did a great job in doing so for people who are unwilling or cannot read between the lines of what he was saying to put it bluntly he really came out for the privatization of social security without saying so i want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side but what he does is what many republicans have always done they are they're putting the knife in, twisting it, throwing salt in it, and then putting a bit of anesthesia over it so that you initially don't feel the pain. Check this out, we'll take it on the other side.
1: Senator Mike Rounds of South Dakota, President Biden, uh, hitting Republicans all week on Medicare, Social Security. And he's pointing specifically to the plan that your colleague, Senator Rick Scott, Republican of Florida, released when he was leading the Senate GOP's campaign arm, which says, just to quote, all federal legislation sunsets in five years. If a law is worth keeping, Congress can pass it again, unquote. Do you support that plan?
2: I kind of look at Social Security the way I would at the Department of Defense and our defense spending. We're never going to not fund uh, defense, but at the same time, we every single year, we look at how we can make it better. And I think it's about time that we start talking about Social Security and making it better. We've got 11 years before we actually see cuts start to happen to people that are on Social Security. And I think it'd be very responsible for us to do everything we can to make those funding programs now and the plans right now so that we don't run out of money in Social Security and that it continues to provide all the benefits that it does today. Simply looking away from it and pretending like there's no problems with Social Security is not an appropriate or responsible thing to do so i guess my preference would be let's start managing it and i'll just give you an example later on today you're going to have folks that are very successful that are going to be around your table why don't you ask them whether or not the funding for their retirement comes strictly from government bonds or from from the government itself and don't they look at other resources uh, that help to make their their uh, uh, retirement plans better. And, and I think we can do that if we start now on a bipartisan basis to make plans so that we've got the resources necessary, if not in basically about 11 years, and that's a heads up for a lot of people that are 50, 51, 52 years old. The the reductions that are built in are about 24 yeah. percent. A group of us are saying, look, we've got to do something about that. Let's talk about it. And there's a group of us that have been. And so, this is not something that we should be talking, trying to scare people. This is something that we should be saying. Let's plan now so that Social Security has a long run ahead of it, more than 75 years. And why don't we start talking about the long-term plans instead of trying to scare one another?
1: So I, I hear you on the long-term plans, and I want to I want to talk about that in a second. But just to be clear, clear about what you were just talking about. Are you talking about a partial privatization of Social Security so that there is an investments in the market in addition to government bonds? Is, Is that what I should understand from what you just said?
2: more along the lines of allowing us to continue to guarantee the benefits that are there, but allow us to use other resources to make sure that they are there. And so that the individual doesn't take the risk, but rather that the federal government does. So rather than simply saying that uh, and, and we've got proven track record in other areas of the federal government of doing this right now. But uh, there's a group of us that have been working. I'm not the leader of the group, so I really don't want to get into a lot of the detail on it. But I really think there's a golden opportunity in in a, in a bipartisan way to put uh, Social Security on a long-term plan that would make it better in the future than what it is today and to assure its longevity. But you do that by managing it. You do that by actually talking about it and not... You You know, doing doing dog calls every time somebody says, let's try to address managing. The bottom line is, is Republicans want to see Social Security be successful and be improved. And and the best way to do that is to take a look at other successful pension programs that the vast majority of us, including a lot of the folks that you're going to be talking to, would include in their portfolios. But we can do that as long as the federal government continues to make the assurances to the individuals who are looking forward to Social Security long term.
1: So do you, think, do you think that everything needs to be on the table in terms of managing it, in terms of means testing, in terms of raising the retirement age, in terms of uh, you know, reducing benefits for people who maybe financially are not as dependent upon them and on and on? Everything needs to be talked about?
2: I think the first thing that you do is you assure people that are currently on Social Security or that are within 15, 20 years of getting it, that they're not going to see changes in the existing benefits or programs. I think that's really important so that they can continue on the plans that they've got for retirement. But second of all, you have to do a little bit of looking at what longevity looks like and whether or not people, if they're living longer, do we have to plan to make sure that we've got the resources to be able to pay for those benefits long term? There are some natural things that we've done in the past. looked at moving up by a couple of months, the, uh, the, the time period in which full benefits start. That's possibly something that we could look at in the future. There may be some possibilities of changing the amount of income which is subject to Social Security taxes. I think those are reasonable Uh, discussions to talk about because right now we have some increases there built into the existing program. But let's not talk about significant stuff until we actually look at what the other alternatives are. We think that there are possibilities out there of long-term success without scaring people and without tearing apart the system and without reducing benefits, but it requires management and it requires actually looking at and making things better.
0: Now, the first thing I want you to notice is notice that Senator Rounds did not dismiss uh, Senator Rick Scott's program that wanted to sunset all federal programs, including Medicare, Medicaid and Social Security. Uh, so he didn't come straight. He said, oh, maybe it should have been done a different way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But he did not come out against it because what Rick Scott wants to do is standard Republican Orthodoxy, So he didn't come out against it. Then he wanted to placate Jake Tapper. And how did he do that? He went ahead and he said, you know, later on you are going to have all these people around the table and they're going to have their retirement plans, and it's not going to look like just what the government is providing. It's going to also, and he never said the word private, but he's implying that they're going to have stock portfolios. And he actually later on did use the word stock portfolios. And then he talks a lot about managing, right? He uses the word, we need to manage social security as if you're managing. a a whole bunch of stocks in a portfolio which remember if you're into going to put these things on wall street they go up they go down and what happens when it's down well he also has an answer for that and the answer for that is well if it goes down we want to make sure that your social security is not going to change in other words you're not going to pay some penalty if social of course it makes no sense because what he's trying to tell you is that if he invests in the stock market or whatever if it goes up somehow he wants you to believe that you are going to do better you know if some of your money is in the stock market he never once used the word stock market it's all between the lines of how he uses managing how he uses jake tappers folks on on their pensions etc so to combat the irrational nature of Put in some or all of Social Security on the books for Wall Street, which is an irrational, crazy thing to do, given that Wall Street is, I mean, even now, Wall Street is on a prayer in the amount of derivatives that are out there that are some of them getting ready to crash. It's something like a one to a 100 leverage that many companies are leveraged on wall street which is why they're trying to get your money they want to influx your money to give these rats these thugs on wall street who do no work for society who just plays with money to make a whole lot of money and are all richer than you they want your social security to be managed by those thugs that's what they want these are the guys that crash our economy every few years they crash the economy and who bails them out we bail them out they love socialism for corporations so here's the deal folks what you have to understand there's a simple fix to all of this it's not difficult it doesn't take rocket science the reason they don't want this fix the proper fix, the only fix that will work forever is that it means that those wealthy people, all of their, all of their income should be taxable for Social Security. All of their income, well, it's currently taxable for uh, most of it then is taxable for Medicare. But here is the kicker. Uh, and and I want you guys to understand this in detail because they lie to you so often with a smooth sounding, nice smiling face right first of all if they're going to take the risk in other words if if they put your private money into the stock market and the stock market goes down what round is saying is well the government will guarantee that you won't you won't lose your your income they will guarantee well if the government is going to guarantee failure on wall street and we know that wall street is predicated on fraud and failure when the, the 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 maximal gains usually go to the people with power with capital and all the others make marginal gains or losses check it out um now here's the deal when when they tell you well the stock market always goes up on the average of 7% see 7% for whom Okay, that's an aggregated number. But here's the deal. All we need to do is tax every part of income. Right now, those wealthy people, they get away with only paying a fraction of their income. And when I say income, I'm talking about capital gains. I'm talking about wealth and everything else. You know, here's the deal. They ask you, they say to you, "Uh, we want to tax your income car every year you pay capital tax on your your wealth you're paying wealth taxes right now on your home you pay property taxes on your car you pay property taxes on your business you pay small business you pay property taxes or some sort of tax but you know who doesn't pay tax if you have a whole set of billion dollars sitting in, sitting in stocks and bonds and all these other things, you don't get a tax on that. That is just cumulative wealth growing. You don't get tax, but on your home, you're going to pay taxes every year. On my home, I pay several thousand dollars worth of just taxes on the home. My biggest asset, my capital but those wealthy people with all these financial instruments they don't pay any taxes if you want to know why social security and all these other programs are in trouble it's because we have made cutouts we have made subsidies we have made evasion mechanisms for all these wealthy people to just keep taking their money they take they take, they take, and we defend a country with our blood, our sweat, our tears, our labor, our intellect, so that just a few of them can be wealthy without lifting a finger, without lifting any intellectual value to make and skim Everything that we have earned, social security can be fixed without you paying any more. In fact, you could pay less than social security if we taxed as we should. If we tax how we should. We absolutely so. And I hope you guys listen to me. These are all verifiable statements that I've made there that if we tax there, if we tax all that should be taxed, we would have a reduction in every, in the average American citizen. They will have their taxes reduced, Social Security would work, Medicare would work. In fact, we could have, by doing all of that, we could have medic um, uh, health care for all. But you know what? We have to fight for it. We have to show that it's not a gift. It's not a handout. It's something we've earned. I repeat, it's not a gift. It's not a handout. It is something we earned. We created this economy. Don't let anybody else fool you. This is our economy. Melanie Keelan says, uh, oh, that was a conversation. Uh, Let's go down here and see. Lee says, if you privatize a part of Social Security and let the individual beneficiary have a choice in how it is invested, that is catastrophe. The reason you have Social Security backed by the government is with other kinds of money, you can do as you please. But you know you have the security of Social Security. That's what it's all about. It's not about going and gamble the money. No, no, not at all, Brother Grant. All right, let's see what we have here. Michael Rodney says, if my fellow Americans ever take a look at our nation's discretionary spending, they might be shocked uh, by what they find year by year. Half or more are consistently going to the military. True. Eric Hayes says, look at what the government has done the last two years. Total catastrophe policy on all levels. That's actually not true. In fact, that, that is not only not true, that's a lie. I can actually show you quantifiable solutions that, that we've gotten to. I can show you quantifiable. Well, you, do you want to enumerate some of them? All right. We reinflated in, the economy, which was going into depression. We took care of uh, families that were hurting. And I thought pro-life people would have loved that. But we actually took care of families that were hurting. We uh, enhanced Obamacare to ensure that people would have lower costs, for healthcare, even though it's not what I want, but it's better than nothing. And I, we could go on and on and on with accomplishments in the last two years that you want to, cho- that you choose not to see them as accomplishments. I can't ask you to open your eyes. I can't ask you to see through the proper lens as opposed to what has been indoctrinated into you. I can't help you there. But as far as what has gotten done, there's a lot that got, was got, that has gotten done. And a lot of people are better off because of that. Uh, Rudnan says, "You want to improve social security on cap the 160k, uh, make the ultra-rich pay for the program. I actually 100 percent support that statement. Uh, Bernie Sanders tweeted, "One person makes 100 million dollars a year, another person makes 160,000 a year." Both of these people put the same exact amount of money into Social Security. We must scrap the cap and the wealthy and expand financial security benefits, not cut them. Absolutely, and we should reduce retirement age, not increase it. Because what we have gotten in productivity increases means we should by now we should be at like a 25, uh, 25 hour a week work week. But you know, all our productivity increases went to those people who did nothing for the productivity increase. That's a shame. In fact, that's what I wrote in my my um, newsletter today. Maybe I should. Read that paragraph in the newsletter because I think I wrote it pretty con- solid on that point. So let me go ahead and get to that part of that newsletter. Because what, what I said, in by the way, the newsletter is at com slash newsletter. You can go there and get read the newsletter for free. Or you can say, I want to sign up for the newsletter as well. And I want to be a contributor to the newsletter. But in there I put... um. To combat the irrational nature of putting some or all of Social Security on the books for Wall Street to pilfer and profit from, he imp- no, that's not what I want. Um, for those who think we cannot afford that, meaning afford to have lower, lower um, a lower retirement age as well as a better payment from Social Security, for those who think we cannot afford that, that is what rich, greedy, selfish plutocracy would like you to believe. Robotics... Efficiency and productivity have increased exponentially. Many fear automation. I think we should embrace it. It, it should lead to both shorter work weeks and earlier retirements. The people is, the the problem is that in today's economic system, all the profits from productivity and efficiency have gone to executives and shareholders. In other words, we provided the intellect and labor to create efficiencies, increase productivity and profits, and it went to the select few. The owners of corporations, shameful, shameful, shameful. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. Dow and S&P are steady, reliable growth over time. That is, uh, that is if you aggregate over time. Unfortunately, people often don't, don't retire over time. They retire at a particular date, and if they choose to retire uh, uh, through a crash, there's nothing. Look, the market system is a gambling casino. It's, it is. It's not. It's, it is something where a lot of uh, a few people make a lot of money, but it is not a. It is not a good thing. All right, GOP Tom C. Welcome aboard, Tom. Welcome aboard, Lee Grant. Welcome aboard, anybody that I haven't yet noticed. I'll catch you later. Let's go. GOP Wall Street BS sounds like social security disadvantage. Social security is an insurance program and not a savings program. You pay a monthly premium from from income for a payout you may never need. There you go. You, you hit the nail on the head, sir. Gracie Allen says social security is old age insurance. I like the way you say that, Gracie Allen, but I bet you're not some old age lady. All right, uh, Melanie Kilian. said, oh, yeah, they are Eric Hayes. Uh, Mike Cisak said, Egberto is admitting that Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. I'm not admitting at all. Robert Davenport in the house. I haven't seen you in a couple of days. Robert, welcome aboard. Thank you for being here. Michael Rodden says, Mike Cisak don't know what a Ponzi scheme is. The, fear, the mere fact that he said that proves that he doesn't know it. You're absolutely right about that. Come on, Brother Cisak. You should do no better than that lee grant says leftists love taxes each and everyone i love taxes appropriately applied yes i do i love taxes appropriately applied lee grant i won't i won't i won't be sorry for saying that i won't be embarrassed for saying that in fact i think those who should be embarrassed are those who don't say that tom c says managed funds is shorthand for management fees fall wall street wins and small investors always lose unless the roulette uh, wheel stops on your winning number. Fat chance. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, Maxi Sack says, Lee Grand. they love thieving from others by voting for it. Ha ha ha. Um, you know what's so funny, Sissack? Uh, the person that's pilfering you, you never call them a thief. They have you so indoctrinated. You don't even know that they're screwing you, right? But well, can't help you there, but I'll try. I'll continue to try. I'll continue to give positive affirmations and love and hope that somehow that allows you to take my message more uh, with, with better context. All right. Michael Runyon says League grant tax and spend from, on, on the people is one way to go. Some leftists want a moneyless society. An idea you can't even seem to imagine. Huh. All right, we got Robert Davenport said, uh-oh, my video is frozen. Sorry, Brother Davenport, just reboot. Uh, Michael René says, Man, I'm so tired of conservatives intentionally misunderstanding what their opposition went want and then creating uh, straw men Arguments around those intentional misunderstandings. You, I, you said it right. And that, that answers a quick, You answered your own question where you says intentional misunderstandings. I also call them willful ignorance. But again, uh, they will change when something happens to them and they have to come begging for progressive values. You know, but uh, who cares? Mike C. says, if a wealth tax is such a good idea, why did Europe kill theirs? Um, Why? Because the wealthy got together and started to move their money to America, that's why. But if everybody did the right thing, there's nowhere to move your money. Brother E two two four seven says, "Executive privilege isn't absolute. It is. It can't be. What? What is that? It can be set aside in certain situations, particularly when prosecutors and criminal investigators testimony. Yeah, that's true." I am so sleepy today. Bruce Pollard says, if I never paid Social Security tax, do I get something back? You'll get SSI, yes. Uh, E2247 says, "Uh, executive privilege won't be enough to keep Pence from testifying. The courts may have even already made, in essence, that ruling matters concern grand jury or conducted in secret maywood says the boot on the necks of common people is climate change and there's one putting in boot there and the fossil fuels corporation chemical companies and the people who have been taken in by their false narratives want to see who is put in the boot on our necks look in the mirror we got to stop it overspending is getting done and 7 million men between the age of 25 and 54 not working why not because they are working for themselves that's why many of them are all right daniel Lado to, Mer- to eric Hayes maywood whoa did you follow davos this year the elites are all on board the global climate grift they're both wanting to save the world, but you live in your alternate reality. Actually, let go. I think the alternate reality are those who refuse to see the science. Unfortunately, my friend, sometimes you inhabit that space. I don't know why. I don't know why you choose that, but it's a good thing you're in the minority because we'll just have to run over you and then pick you up and bring you into the fold when appropriate. All right. Michael Rodnan says, Mike Sisak, you might want to actually uh, read the NPR article you've linked. The reason was multinational bureaucracy. The solution would be a global wealth tax. Yes, that's in the article. Oh, they don't read though. They read a title and and find a sentence that they hope is what they hope. Right. Why Europe's wealth tax is different than one proposed by uh, Warren. Mike, see, you even read it or just headlines. He'd read the headlines. Uh, let's see. UC Berkeley economist Gabriel Zuckman, whose uh, research helped put wealth uh, inequality back on the American policy guards, played a part in designing Warren's wealth tax. He said it was designed explicitly with Europe uh, failures in mind. He argues that Warren plan is very different than any wealth plan that has existed anywhere in the world, unlike... In the European Union, whenever they are, so even if they, let's say, if they uh, sail to a tax haven in the Caribbean, they're still on the hook. On top of that, Warren's plan includes an exit tax, which would confiscate 40% of all persons' wealth over $60, $60 million. If they renounce their citizenship, Warren's tax is also way limited to the super rich. Whereas European threshold was low enough, it also hit the sort of rich. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's see. I think it's time. What time is it? No, not time yet. All right, what else have we got here? In PDR last Friday, Lee Grant replied to Bridge MCP. Lee said, the American nation is broadly based on Judeo-Christian principles. Lee, in fact, the U.S. broadly based on Scottish Enlightenment thinking not on Judeo-Christian principles. It's in the U.S. Constitution, so you can look it up. I like when my friends say, look it up. In the last two provisions of the First Amendment, a.k.a. religion clauses, it's clear that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exorcist, or the free exercise thereof. are True. All right, let's go ahead and get another video in. I think Republicans got too used to the softballs they're used to getting when they go on to the Sunday morning shows because now that they're getting queried more often with, uh, with tighter questions, they're not as good in responding. Here, our Romer is, uh, is kind of caught by Stephanopoulos When Stephanopoulos tried to point out that, hey, wait a minute, are you going to apply the same type of uh, James Romer, you know, of the Oversight Committee? He said, are are you going to apply the same the same type of scrutiny that you're providing uh, towards uh, President Biden and Hunter Biden? Are you going to make sure that that same sort of scrutiny applies to kuchner uh uh, donald trump's brother or rather uh son-in-law who has a whole lot of dealings with saudi arabia in in other words not just dealings but we're talking about two billion dollars and you know romer says oh it's going to be bipartisan oh it's going to be that um that that we are going to look into everything and try to pass laws that everybody have to function but you know the biden family is responsible I, i tell you what Let's go ahead and cut to this and then we'll end on the other side.
3: Let me ask you about more about your oversight responsibilities. You made it clear you're going to be looking at Hunter Biden and his uh, financial entanglements with foreign countries, including China. I want to put up a front-page story from the Washington Post uh, this morning detailing Jared Kushner's ties to the Saudis. After helping Prince's rise, Trump and Kushner benefit from Saudi funds, a $2 billion investment in Kushner's funds from the Saudis. We know the president, uh, former President Trump's uh, has also received funds related to the Saudi golf tour. Senator Ron Wyden says these financial Financial entanglements deserve investigation. We'd be investigating that as well.
4: I think everything's on the table. Look, we're investigating Joe Biden. Uh, we we know that Joe Biden said during the presidential campaign that he had no knowledge of his son's business interest. Uh, he wasn't involved. He didn't benefit from them. Uh, we have evidence that would suggest otherwise. And this is very concerning. You know, Americans are outraged that China flew a balloon over the United States. Americans are outraged that China's trying to buy farmland. I think Americans would be outraged to know how much money the Biden family's taken in from China. And for what, we don't exactly know. So this is something we're concerned about. But we're also concerned about a legislative fix. Now, I don't disagree with the Democrats and their criticism of the previous administration. We have a problem here that uh, needs a legislative solution. That's why this Biden investigation is so important. There's a legislative solution to this and it can be bipartisan. The Democrats complained about Kushner's foreign dealings. Republicans are certainly complaining about the entire Biden family's foreign business dealings. We need to know what is allowable and what isn't allowable. We need to have strict ethics laws and we need to significantly increase the disclosure laws in America. So I think this investigation is going to be very important to fix a problem uh, before it gets out of hand. And
3: so, but to be clear, you believe that, that, that this should apply to Kushner and Trump as well as the Bidens at this point. I,
4: I believe that when we talk about uh, f- passing legislation to cr- set a line as to where you can be with relatives of high-ranking government officials with respect to doing business with adversaries or, uh, overseas, then it would apply to everyone. We need to fix this before it gets worse in the next administration. The Democrats. Democrats complained about the Trump administration, but uh, obviously we're complaining about the Biden administration. The difference between Jared Kushner and Hunter Biden is that Jared Kushner actually sat down and was interviewed. He was interviewed by investigators, so he's already been investigated. Thus far, Hunter Biden's attorneys, the president's attorneys, the president's White House, they're doing everything they can to block our investigation. Hopefully, the Biden family will be as cooperative as Jared Kushner with our investigation as they were with the January 6th investigation and all the other investigations of the Trump administration. So uh, I think this is a problem. I think that there can be a bipartisan legislative solution, but we can't get to that point until we know the extent of what the Biden family influence peddling involved, especially with respect to communist China.
3: Congressman, thank you. I think we only learned of the $2 billion Saudi investment from the Washington Post. This morning, at least the details of it.
0: Well, here's the deal. Stephanopoulos did the perfect thing at the end. He tries to be, uh, Romer tries to be measured. He tries to say that somehow. Kushner was interviewed, not about the $2 billion, but for the insurrection. But he tries to conflate these issues on what Kushner was interviewed for and somehow make it seem like uh, Kushner is getting more scrutiny than uh, Hunter Biden. We have to remember, Hunter Biden has nothing to do in uh, no official position in uh, Joe Biden's administration. However, Kushner was an integral part of... Of the Trump administration, and as such, there should be a lot of oversight on him. But when it came to uh, the investigation that one of the major newspapers are asking for, uh, when Romer tries to insinuate that well, uh, uh, Kuchner was already under scrutiny at the end of the uh, the end of the interview, Stephanopoulos made the most prescient comment. Remember, we would not have known anything about this $2 billion absent the newspaper letting us know. So it has nothing to do with your oversight. It has everything to do with outside coverage of Kushner. Again, these guys come unprepared to these shows these days. They used to be prepared. They come unprepared to these shows because they were so used to getting the softballs. Now that they have been, now that we all know they're an existential threat to this country, now that we all know that Republicans are clear and, the Republican leadership, that is, is a clear and present danger to the American, to the American experience, to to the country, people are taking them a bit more seriously. People are doing better interviews. And I hope that continues, because if that continues, we won't have the problem of having Uh, the level of incompetence, the level of treasonry in in the United States government as we did under President Trump. We spend Uh, a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. Anyhow, 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 let's see. Uh, Renan says remind me again how much did Trump and his family take from China he's uh, here's Forbes with 5.4 million and that's just a start oh wow that's a good good article Bridge says waste of our money true uh let's see Hidalgo and Garcia and Ellis Debra. Uh, uh let's see what else we got here Paul Fleming says greed and bar well I think I had another Paul before that one let me go to your first one Paul because I think it had something that I wanted to read Uh, let's see. Paul Fleming says, I, these guys want to write, want us riding on dirt roads, falling bridges and traveling on trains. The Flintstones don't want changes. That's very true. My brother, that's very true. E2247 says, Lee Grant, by religion, I mean a personal set or institutionalized system of religious attitudes, beliefs, and practices. Nowhere in that definition is it is inkling of a nation, but only a person. Uh, Daniel says, so Egberto's scheme to tax the rich depends on everybody doing the right thing. It's clear now Egberto thinks he thinks like a child. Okay. If that's what you think, I would, act, I would posit that those who continue to allow wealthy people who don't have the intellect to do the things that they, uh, that they attributed, the wealth that they stole from, are likely the childish ones. Because if you can't see that Jeff Bezos created very little for what he's worth, if you can't see that, whose mind is a child again? Let's see. To be able to understand those concepts, I think you have to go through rational thinking. And who goes through rational thinking? A more developed mind. And if your mind isn't well developed, well, you're not a rational thinker which could then say you have the mind of a child. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I think you were looking in the mirror, brother Lido. But it's okay. I know I, I know you're obsessed and you looked in the mirror and you, even though it was your reflection, you thought, No, that's Egberto! That's Egberto! No, sir. It's okay. It's all right. Eric K says, you don't pay in. You don't get anything right isn't that how it should be uh well let's see let's see um no that's not the way it should be that's not what a society creates but we won't go into that uh michael rodenthal says you are okay with wealthy people when they do wrong then no one being above the law including tax law exactly right exactly right Paul Fleming says, Greed and Barney are in the minority. You'd think they'd gain knowledge after listening to someone smarter than them. You can't get a grade lower (laughs) than an F. (laughs) That is true, though. Mm. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Michael Runyon says, remind me again, how much did, no, I read that one already. Uh waste of our money from Bridge. I'm not sure what I was saying when she said that. Michael Renner says, citizens for ethics review. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump reported upwards of 640 million in outside income while working in the White House. 640 million? Talking about a grift. Wow. Robert Davenport, my brother, says Kushner worked for, for the Trumps. White House, Hunter does not work for the Biden White House. It's so hard for these people to grasp certain things, but we hope that constantly telling them will solve that problem. Constantly telling them may solve that problem. Breach MCP says, Michael Ruddin, Citizens of Review, Jared Kushner. I read that one. That's a copy. Okay, we also have... What is that? (laughs) Uh... Eric Hay says, bitty, 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 that's all, folks. Hmm. Well, I don't know what you mean by that, Eric. You know, what can I say? All right. Uh, Michael says, Egberto, when you see a conservative make an accusation, they're nearly always making an accusation in the mirror. Thinking like a child is almost definitely how conservatives think, with zero research and zero nuances. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, if you look at a lot of our statements here, not from all, but from too many, what Michael just said is correct. Uh, Bridge MCP says for SSI, it's taxpayers' money. The rest is the person's money. Uh, let's see. Robert Davenport says, poor little LaDouche just can't not work these things out. And Eric Hayes says, yes, be a creator, not a taker. So then... If you're saying be a creator, not a taker, that would eliminate most millionaires and most billionaires. Because most millionaires and billionaires are, in fact, takers. They take the intellect of others to maximize their own profits. It's simple. It's quantifiable. It can be seen anywhere. Egberto Willis, waste of money, I uh, meant that hearings. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. And Michael Renner says, hey, conservatives... When you got politicians and their families making hundreds of millions, do you ever stop to wonder if they are working for you? Or are they working for themselves? We know the answer. And Ledo, I think, chimes back and he says, I am saying that Egbertos has a child's understanding of the world. If he thinks rich people will accept higher taxes and pay out of the desire to do the right thing in the adult world, We know that the force and power of the state will be threatened and used to get the money. Let's stop for a minute because there's something you fail to understand. There are a lot less of the wealthy, and I mean orders of magnitude less than the wealthy, than there is of the others. So therefore, the wealthy, technically speaking, has no power. Their power is in that they've so far indoctrinated the minds of many like you, Mr. Ledo into believing they have power they really don't have. However, if the narrative that we are speaking here takes traction and folks realize that we still have one person, one vote, and we prohibit ourselves from being under the spell of the rich because they give us the expectation that somehow they could be, we could be them, which will never happen because they will never allow that to happen because the only reason they are rich is that they're taking the resources of others. No, there's no magic about this thing. So, Daniel Ledoux, it is you who is do, do not understand a true concept. I am trying to remind folks that they are already in power with one person, one vote to take over the spoils that they've earned. You refuse to see that because, in a simple minded fashion, you just cannot understand that the wealthy's power comes from having your mind. Again, the wealthy's power comes from owning your mind. Otherwise, they have no power. They can't drive a MiG or they can't drive a, 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 a F 16, they can't fly a. I mean, they can't, right? And they don't own the, me- they, they, they own the means of production, but they don't produce. Capiche? Señor, eso, no es difi- eso no es difícil por entender. It's not difficult to understand these concepts, if you're not a child, that is. Michael uh, uh, says, Daniel, Addo, cool force and power of the state to ensure... Uh, to ensure an end to tax fraud. You do understand that the wealthy have gotten away with trillions in tax evasion. And Eric says, Egberto, if a Warren or Bernie can become rich, anyone can. It's America's capitalist economy. Again, wrong. You don't understand what capitalism means. If that's your example of capitalism, you fail the course, sir. I hate to tell you, you have failed the course if you honestly believe that. That's not capitalism. Daniel Adol says, whoa, you refuse to acknowledge that after we, will, after we all go to tax the rich, it is an administrative state that will use its sole legal use of force to extract that wealth. You missed the point. There is no state without us. We, the people of the United States... We cho- if we chose to cede power, which is what we've done with our government too often, that statement would be true, Lido. But what we're doing here is trying to unseed the, the chains that people like you and others have in their minds to then go on and let the government be, in fact, we the people. Eric says, Egberto, I see reality, not Tinkerbell theory of the left. There's no Tinkerbell here. It works elsewhere. There's no Tinkerbell. It doesn't work here again because why again? We we pat ourselves on the back. We say we're exceptional. We say all these things while our people die more frequently. We kill each other more frequently. We do all these things, but we're exceptional. Yeah, we're exceptionally, you know what? You know? We are exceptionally you-know-what. Daniel Edo says, seems to me, no, no, this is from Michael, says, Daniel Edo seems to be against the idea that states aim to exert a monopoly on balance and then talks about people not thinking like children. Oh, boy. You know, I just have great thinkers on my program. Just have great thinkers. I can't help it. You guys are just great All right, so we are coming close to the end of the program. We have about four minutes left before I have to do my ass. So uh, I don't have any more videos to provide you. But if you have uh, questions, material or statements, I would be more than happy to read them, put them on the screen for our others to see. Normally, I have a lot more input in the beginning. Usually, that's why I kind of reduce what I do. So go ahead and let me hear what you want to talk about. And we will be right there with you guys. I'm drinking a bit of coffee. I should have, probably should have put a little bit of caffeine in there. Daniel Ado says, so how are we the people going to get the money from the rich? Show up their doors with pitchforks? No, they don't. Look, the rich has stolen money in bank accounts that we control. We control the money supply. We tax it from them. It's that simple. Law only has forced you to the threat of state violence. That, that's a truity for everything. I'm sorry. That's a truity for everything. Paul Fleming says, except for Fred and Barney. Okay, hermano mio. Okay. You know, I, 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 for some time I was planning on doing this program in Spanish as well. Um, you know, I'm still thinking about doing the program in Spanish, but you know how it goes. We get used to five days a week in English. I would have to add another time for our Spanish program. Pero si... Si los, los latinos que están viendo el programa hoy, estoy pensando hacer el programa también en español. Y lo que les quiero decir es esto. Si quieren si quieren Politics Done Right en español, mándame correo a info@politicsdonright.com. info@politicsdonright.com. Porque lo que voy a decir es esto. Hay mucha gente que a veces me dice, mira, ¿por qué no lo haces en español también? Porque lo, queremos mandar esto a mi vecino, queremos mandar esto a la familia o lo que sea. Así que eso es lo que quieren. Mándame, por favor. Y si tengo suficientes cartas electrónicas de ustedes. info@politicsdonright.com. arroba Si, me dan, uh, si suficientemente ustedes me dicen que quieren el programa en español, te lo doy. Uh, says, Egberto, justice is stealing via policy. Right. Macron says going to have subtitles. Actually, I think my, I, I have a feeling that Google is doing that now. And, and I will. But again, I won't. Look, you guys are my you guys are my heroes. The guys you guys brought me here. So, I mean, I would always keep the program correct for I mean in, in English for all my, my my English watchers that has been here forever and ever and ever and ever. There's no way I would ever drop my peeps, man. Ever. If I did something in Spanish, it would be in addition. Daniel Edo says, you are not talking about a tax. You're talking about a conflict in funds from accounts. How very Marxist of you. Oh, really? Oh, really? Serve that. Tom C says, make PDR bilingual. That way we'll all learn Spanish. Will we listen and post? Muy bien. Perfecto amigo, lo puedes hacer en español. Puede poner la cosa en español, decir, esto es para mi amigo Egberto Willis. Claro que lo puedes hacer. My, Egberto, I watch a lot of anime, Japanese animation with subtitles. I don't mind foreign languages, so long as I can understand it. I like your way of thinking, Michael. I love your way of thinking. I wish more did. Gracie Allen says, the people need progressive radio and YouTube. Yes, ma'am. Eric Hay says, Egberto, have a Spanish-speaking person do that show. Just delegate. Huh. You know something, Eric? That may be... That's a good thought, Eric. Keep my sanity, right? Not overwork. Thank you, Eric. You see, he, Eric makes believe like he doesn't really care about us, but he loves us. Thank you, Eric. That's a good thought. Robert Davenport says, tax the rich the same as the working class. I agree. Paul Fleming says, I'll have my phone set to translate. There you go, Paul, brother Paul. E2247 says, until after the World War One, there were a greater number of people in the state of Amer- states of America speaking German than they were speaking English. I didn't know that. I did not know that, Sir. Anyhow, it is about that time for me. I only have two minutes left. So let me go ahead and do my ask. I want to ask my dear, wonderful people to please support the program. Uh, we are way behind and in, in support. And my coffers are running dry. So I ask you so kindly to help pro- uh, promote this show. And earlier I I was speaking to... um uh. Peggy, and she said, Egberto, when you tell people everybody should have skin in a game, let it be known that that skin can be of any form, of any form. Books, yes. Uh, buy the books. Thank you, Robert Davenport. Please tell them to buy the books. Here's a. Here's how you get the books. PoliticsDoneRight.com slash books. PoliticsDoneRight.com slash books. Thank you for telling me to put that out there, brother. And you can become a patron. We need a lot more patrons in fact, we're gonna start, well, Patreon has some new facilities, that's some new, um, options that they have where they can have, uh, you can do videos and stuffs, uh, for the people who are patrons. And I'm, I'm looking into that right now to see if there's some way I, here's my problem. And this is my problem. I want everybody to be able to see everything, but I also want to do something special for all those that are contributing. It, it, it is hard. My, my ideology is that I want everybody seeing this stuff. At the same time, I want to give some sort of a perks to people who, uh, well, you, you understand what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's just hard the way I do things. But what can I say? Please support us on Patreon as well politicsandright.com slash patron, politicsandright.com slash patron. And you can support us on PayPal by going to politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Now, look, there is a link that has all the different forms of support that you can provide to us and help us get what we need to do done done. And that is at, and let me go ahead and pull that support link, politicsandright.com slash support. If you pull on politicsandright.com support, You'll have all the links to the various forms of the different ways you can support us. Please, I ask you so kindly uh, to support however you can. Uh, this is 16-hour-a-day ordeal for me, seven days a week. Uh, that's not a complaint. That is just a statement of fact that tells you I love being able to make a difference. And every time I'm a little bit down, and I, this this invariable happens all of the times. I either get an email, even sometimes a call. One of you supporters, uh, this one, a woman in LA. First thing in the morning, nine o'clock, she called me, and she just said, "I just thought you needed to hear from me today." I don't know her. She's a doctor, and she's a supporter of the show. And she said, "I don't, I, 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 I you just need to hear from me today." And she says, I want you to, you, she, ah, this is what she said. She said, I just got your email newsletter and I, you know, she's a subscriber as well. And she says, you're kind of tired and my heart told me to give you a call. And, you know, it was refreshing. She went to the website, found my number, gave me a call. And she just gave kudos as far as we are in this together. We have to make that change. And I must admit, it simply felt good that that's how we are. That's how this family is. Ultimately, I always get an email, a call, a text, or something. And it always happens at the opportune time. But I'm asking you right now, folks, to please go to that link, politicsandright.com, support. And support us however you can. Remember, we do important work, and this is a long haul. So we're going to need long haul in support whoever can can be a part of the give me a coffee or two every month that would be great whoever can just do it one time that would be great whatever you can to help support the program my name is Egberto Willis this is politics done right and you guys know how I end this baby I am what